Good morning. This is Money Talk Extra on Radio 3 with me, Peter Lewis. This is the final programme of 2018, so today we're going to make some financial New Year resolutions and also hear some investment predictions for 2019. As always, don't forget to email us with any questions, comments or suggestions. The address in 2019 will be exactly the same as before, moneytalk at rthk.hk, or message us on our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra on RTHK Radio 3. 2019 is just three days away, and the new year is a good time to give your personal finances a makeover, and in particular, reconsider how you manage your money. Some good financial resolutions can help get you closer to your money goals, whether it's increasing your retirement savings or saving money for a deposit on a flat. So what would be some good resolutions to consider? I'm joined now by David Kneebone, General Manager of the Hong Kong Investor Education Centre. Good morning, David. Good morning, Peter. So is this a good time to revisit your financial plans and goals? Absolutely. In fact, what we find is in Hong Kong, January 1st and then the Lunar New Year are the two big moments when people think about new goals or revisit their existing goals. We just want more people to do that because what we've witnessed in the last five years is a deterioration of goal setting in and around money, particularly with 18 to 25-year-olds. So it doesn't mean necessarily that your goals for this year were were wrong or unrealistic. It just means maybe that things have changed and and moved along and and it's time to maybe reconsider. Yeah, and the environment has changed considerably last year, even compared to the year before, as we know. So what would you recommend as some good financial resolutions to make for next year? Well, the most popular ones we see via the Chin Family website are related to people's home, their desire to get 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 into an apartment, get into a public housing situation or change homes or move from renting to to purchase, followed by retirement, followed by children and family-related expenses, particularly education, and then travel. Now, those are four broad areas um, that people need to focus on. Of course, what we try to do is encourage people to think one year out and then three to five years out and then ultimately 25 to 30 years out, depending on where you're at in your life at that point. There are many other goals beyond those as well. Two, I'll just quickly mention that I would love to see more people focusing on uh, one, wills. We have a distinct issue yeah. in Hong Kong with a, a, the low, low numbers of people that are prepared to write a will and get that um, then sanctioned. And two, enduring power of attorney. More people have that as a degree of protection, but I would encourage people to talk to their lawyer or to seek advice on both of those issues. And we've talked about both of those on Money Talk Extra in this past year. And it's a topic that people don't really like to broach or think about, isn't it? It's true. The problem is for some, um, when you do move on or pass away, often it's those around you that can be left uh, having to clean up quite um, a mess, I'm afraid, a financial mess and a, a clear will can solve that issue. Now, you mentioned goals such as saving for a home, um, buying a home. A lot of people in Hong Kong think it's almost unachievable, that it could take them so long to save the deposits that they almost give up on that as a goal. What would you say to them? Well, a number of young Hong Kongers are moving into apartments with the assistance of their parents and their grandparents. Um, It is expensive. We're talking about one of the most 
expensive property um, markets in the world, but it is possible. You may just have to compromise on some key decisions, especially about where you live, where you're prepared to live, and consider even living possibly outside of Hong Kong to commute, which is what some people are doing. I've got a couple of people now on my own team who are commuting from Shenzhen, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a choice that that they have made. That's one possibility. Um, Obviously, for some people, they need to be near and close to their family. What I question is, sometimes a short-term sacrifice and a long commute time uh, could allow you to move into a home that is a bit more affordable than um, where you possibly work. So the key thing then is to be flexible and consider all sorts of options that perhaps you'd ruled out in the past. Absolutely. One key thing, if you decide that a a home is unaffordable for you, think about what you could have saved to go to a deposit anyway and make sure you keep saving it. Because if you get to a point where you don't own property later in life, you'll still need a good nest egg to draw from. So you can effectively live a comfortable uh, latter period of your life. And Mm. presumably, as in all things saving related, the earlier you start, the better it's going to be. Absolutely, yes. And and one other key thing, if I may, is how to get set goals, I suppose, and and really adhere to them. And there's a fair bit of research that shows one, just mentioning or considering a goal in your own head is not necessarily the answer. Sharing it with others makes a massive difference. And we can see that those that share financial goals with families, and not just your wife or husband or partner, but children as well, it makes a substantial difference. The second thing is record it. Record it on your phone so you're reminded. Some people sellotape those goals on paper to their fridge. I've come across situations here in Hong Kong with others have goals written on their roof. So when you lie down in bed, it's what you look at. No, I'm not. Of course, that's an extreme. But uh, do what you need to do. Make sure that others are aware and make sure that you set yourself up so you're prompted to fulfill those goals, whatever they may be. And presumably, as you can see yourself getting a bit closer to those goals when you review at a time like that, that gives you more encouragement to keep going. Absolutely. And there's some key things that you'll hear during the next few months from government again as they get forward. To uh, We're looking forward to the voluntary contributions for mandatory provident fund incentives being passed in the Legislative Council mm. and deferred annuity. So those will be two moments possibly around the 1st of April that you should look for that might help with goals. Also, the voluntary health insurance scheme mm. will come forward where there will be a distinct tax deduction availability to you. So there's some key things that you can think about now possibly that will be available to you a bit later in the year. Of course, we will be running Money Month as well via the Investor Education Centre and the Chin family all through March. So there will be many, many opportunities to engage with the finance sector and those interested in money across the whole of Hong Kong during March 1 to 31st. Where can people get information on that? Uh, Via the Chin family website um, for the moment. uh, And as we move further and closer to um, March the 1st, there'll be a lot more public information available. David, thank you very much indeed. Thank you as always. That was David Nebo, General Manager of the Hong Kong Investor Education Centre.